0: Welcome to Witchy Work Wishes, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft into your business, work, and office. Hi, and welcome to Witchy Work Wishes. I am your host, Charlene, and you are joining me today for episode number three tracking your time and journaling. Before I jump into today's topics, I wanted to pull three things I did this past weekend to help with my witchcraft practice. The first thing I did was in the area of gardening. I love to propagate my pothos plants and have a bunch of cuttings in my office and in my home. This is one specific area I can bridge together my witchcraft practice and my office environment. Uh, It's an easy way to get some gentle intentions for growth and encouragement into the corporate space by placing small cuttings um, in little vases strategically around the desks and workspaces. It looks really nice to see a splash of grain and life mixed into the more structured office environment too. And if desk space is limited, The little vases that uh, that I have don't take up much room. So I gathered all of the cuttings with strong roots this past weekend and transferred them into one big pretty white pot. I took a couple pictures and I'll post those. The end result was perfect for the cuttings new space. The second thing I did this past weekend to help with my witchcraft practice was also in the area of gardening. I started a design for a section of my backyard that I want to make more magical. I have already put a little bit of effort into this area by planting some pretty flowers, and there is a nice tree that anchors the spot. But my goal is to create a meditation place with, um, you know, like a circular path made out of river rocks and bark, and create a little sitting area directly under the tree. I've been looking into ways to calm my mind. And center myself more and I am trying to meditate. I say that with a, a little giggle and nice big air quotes around the word trying because I am usually running at a pretty fast pace. Uh, meditation does not come naturally to me. I pulled two cards from my Oracle deck last week and while both were extremely fitting for the space I was in and honestly, I'm I'm still in, I kept circling back to one of them. I only have one deck of cards and it is the Spirit Animal Oracle by Colette Baron-Reed with illustrations by Jenna Della Grataglia. It's It's a 68 card set that comes with a really beautiful guidebook. The two cards I pulled last week were the Chameleon and Eagle Spirits. The chameleon reminded me to, you know, act as if, and the ego reminded me that the spirit has my back. I thought about the chameleon a bunch last week, and while it really, you know, immediately made me think of what was going on in my life and how I should be responding to it, I thought a lot about it with my goal to slow down and meditate. And while I think I can start this practice at any time, I do think by carving out this little gardening area just for me to slow down in, it will help reinforce the steps I need to be taking to achieve it. So while meditation in general may not seem organically true for me yet, (laughs) I think if I keep trying and acting as if, like the chameleon is reminding me to, at some point I will find peace with it and it will become something more natural for me. Uh, I think this also, this little gardening space, also ties into the book I finished on Saturday and mentioned in my podcast last week called Modern Witchcraft, A Guide to Fairies by Skye Alexander. I think creating a space the Fae will enjoy too will only benefit all of us. The third thing I did this past weekend to help with my witchcraft practice was to purchase some wax cubes that I can melt in my small simmer pots. I bought a bag of scented wax that is, oh my gosh, fresh cinnamon and sweet honey with these hints of cloves all mixed together. And oh my goodness, it's amazing. I have one going in my home right now and my house smells so wonderful and just like fall. Um, I am bringing one into my office as well so I can fill my work full of the amazing scents of fall too. This uh, is an easy simmer pot option. If you can't or don't have time for the normal spell work, you would add to your larger simmer pots. The two I have are really small and you can quickly and inconspicuously add some perfect intentions into the cubes and then say something as you light the tea candle. Of course, obviously, to do this, your office space needs to be able to accommodate an open flame. <laughs> um, but I have a picture I posted of my little simmer pot um, as well. Okay, the moon status this week, and then we'll get into the topics. Um, the moon on this great Wednesday is in her last quarter, and she is waning crescent right now. I am working with one of my employees to draft out everything we will need for a full office cleansing, that we'll either be doing tomorrow or on Friday. The waning moon is a perfect time to release the things that have been stopping us from reaching our goals. And this could not be more fitting for the spell and intention that my office needs right now. There is an energy that needs to be removed (laughs) so we can all get back on track. I'll let you know how it goes next week. All right, let's jump into the three areas I have listed for discussion today. And of course, as mentioned, this week's podcast is all about tracking your time and journaling. So I, as mentioned, I know you guys know, but my podcast is all about witchy work wishes. So I'm going to, anytime I have a big topic, I'm going to try to tie it into work or office or your business or something. So I will be specifically going over how we as either business owners or employees can bridge many of the benefits of tracking our time and journaling with our home and office. So I have today's podcast broken down into three main areas. The first one is tracking your time. Second one is journaling. And the third one is how to implement both for positive change. All right, let's start with tracking our time. And hopefully everybody just laughed because time, right, it's an illusion. <laughs> it just is. If, uh, if that phrase isn't already the keywords for many great songs and poems, it, it certainly should be, right? But instead of getting into the philosophy of time and pulling some great quotes about it, I wanna focus on tracking it to help make us better users of it and how to make our work and home lives more balanced because of it all right so what are the benefits of time tracking there really are so many benefits of tracking your time but the biggest one i personally uh, believe is that it's the cold harsh truth of where it really goes and you don't really get the full picture of it until you track it so at the end of each day we can you know we can recap things in our mind um, as we're lying in bed, we can either stress over parts we are not happy about or we can glorify things that we felt accomplished with. And those things will more than likely you know, take the spotlight of what happened that day and we move on to the next day. Our routines become just that. And we don't think about the time consumed with each of our little habits we have in our daily rituals. If we can actually record our time, truly record it, Our time spent on each task, I do believe a greater picture develops. And it's going to be in that greater picture that we can step back and assess what is helping us to be better people and what is hurting us and wasting our time. I have gone through this exercise. I don't continue to track my time in full right now, but I do feel like I am out of balance with my time. So I will be using these tips again to create another look at things as they are now. I do, however, track uh, my workday and I have included a sample worksheet that I use and my employees use to track our time on client projects. Now this specific um, worksheet or, you know, a timesheet really helps a service type environment or industry where you have, you know, billable time that needs to be tracked for each of your clients. However, it would work well if you are trying to capture where your time is going overall during your work hours. It's certainly easy to get caught up on projects and lose track of just how much time they are consuming. So even if you're not in a service type profession um, and you don't need to track your time for billing purposes, it's good to write it down to give you a big picture overall. Okay, so how do we do it? To track your time, It really does not need to be minute by minute, right? A great exercise would be to commit to tracking your entire 24 hours a day for a full seven days. This will give you, I think this will give you the big picture of both your work week and your weekends. So I would break your 24 hours into 15 minute-ish segments. There are two great ways to do this, of course, either digitally or good old fashioned pen and paper. So either way, you'll need to create a tracking system that you can and will be faithful to for the full seven days. Okay, that is my dog snoring and I don't know if this podcast is gonna pick it up or not. <laughs> so I'm so sorry, I'll try to, I'll try to nudge him. Um, uh, okay, so there's gonna be some good blocks of time that you won't be filling in every second of, right? You know, like when you're asleep. Um, but if you're like me, and don't sleep straight through your seven-ish hours each night. Uh, you may have um, some more evening notes to jot down in a book on your bedside table that you could add into your journal the next day. Um, be honest, right? This tracking project is just for you and you alone. If you are stressed after your workday, you know that you come home and you, you watch four hours of TV, then lock it. There's no reason to fluff or lie or um, embellish it is what it is. Just track it with no judgment and you'll look at it later. After you have a week or two of data, you can start to sort it. So colors work great for this. You can assign each main area a time um, of time to a color and start filling in like the fifteen minute segments accordingly. So an example would be, you know, getting ready in the morning takes forty-five minutes and you're going to color that in pink driving to work takes 30 minutes and you're going to color that in yellow working your eight hours ish um, you're going to color that in green and so on and so on so doing this creates an instant visual and gives you a snapshot of where your time is going it also makes it extremely clear what is taking up the majority of your time and i think it is with this information that we can Start to truly assess if the time on the activity is producing the value and qualities you need to be a better person at work and at home. If it is, great. If not, what are you willing to do to change it? So I'll give you a good example of the last time that I did this exercise. After I had my two weeks tracked, I looked back and found I had many hours in the evening devoted to nothing literally a big fat nothing it was wasted time either watching tv scrolling through social media or just generally uh, in my opinion being lazy so now i I know i'm not about to say those exact nights aren't you know (laughs) needed at times we all have stressful days when coming home and turning off is exactly what is needed to counterbalance the stress but mine was not a here and then It was an every night type thing and I just didn't even notice it anymore. I didn't think I was spending that much time doing nothing until I saw it written out and then it was some dab in my face. (laughs) The cold harsh truth was the evenings were doing very little if not nothing to make me a better person and more productive the next day. So I mentioned in my last podcast, which was all about how good work mornings start the night before, that I am not naturally a morning person. It really was after doing this exercise that I made a conscious decision to remove the space that was not making me a better person. Instead of staying up until you know eleven or twelve at night, wasting four and five hours on nothing, <laughs> I chose to create a good nighttime routine that got me into bed by nine and up at 5 30 in the morning. And I'll tell you, it's much easier going to bed early when you are also up early. They complement each other perfectly. So I turned those wasted hours into time spent wisely that would contribute to me being a better business owner. So track your time honestly. This exercise is just for you. Even if there is nothing major in your daily routine, you know, that you think you'll need to change, track your time, all of it over a week or two i promise it will be enlightening either way okay the second area and topic for today is about journaling and you know as a witchy community we probably all have multiple journals that are you know for different areas in our practice Um, if you don't already have a general journal though i wanted to talk about that and highlight what um, it is or you know what it can be and how it can help you so a general journal or daily journal is going to be different from your working grimoire or book of shadows. This type of journaling is going to be daily usually and can include you know, as much information or as little information as you want. I know some people can fill page after page each day and I am not one of them. <laughs> for, for me, creating the habit of journaling was important, and I didn't want to jump feet first into a grand idea that I had about the concept of journaling and then drop it weeks later because it came too much. So I started small and to be honest, I'm still there. I have a little notebook and there's probably about 10 lines maybe for each day. It's, it's something I've been able to keep up with though. And I incorporated into my morning routine. So I kind of want to be careful on the specifics of journaling I think you should let the words come as naturally as you can, and over time you'll find your rhythm of you know what's important to log and what you find beneficial to write down. So I don't want to provide any cheat sheets on this one or exact prompts to get you started. If you are finding yourself stuck, I highly recommend starting small and just getting used to the act of journaling and writing something down. Um, just some general things, you know, about your mood, your worries, your joys, or your your day overall. Of course, you can include the moon phases, <laughs> what's going on with relationships, and, and so on. And if you are really stuck and you don't know what to write, do a quick look on Pinterest or the web and, and search for journal prompts. There are amazing ideas listed that will get you started. So what are the benefits of journaling? Well, the benefits of journaling may vary by person, and in all honesty, if it's not for you, so be it. The last thing we want to get involved in is something that others tell us should be good for us, but really doesn't impact us in a positive way. Um, That said, there is good data that suggests journaling helps um, in the following ways. It increases gratitude. It boosts our creativity. Journaling improves our memory and it builds communication skills. Journaling improves our physical health And it helps us to reach our goals so journaling is considered intentional and i think with that comes powerful tools that only you will know the full benefits of this is such an individual creative process that can deeply connect you to your inner thoughts and allow you to grow uh, from them all right Area number three, how do we implement both the time tracking and journaling into our lives for positive change? Well, the first step is always the hardest, right? (laughs) It's to actually take the first step. So start small and build from there. Habits and routines are certainly easier to start than they are to break. So be intentional and specific with what you allow into your life. If this is not for you, then, then don't do it. If you think it may bring value to you and help make you a better person for your home and office, then start small, gradually add more in uh, little by little. The time tracker is something you can certainly do every day, but you don't have to. A two-week glance um, is something that will provide great insight to your schedule, and then what you choose to do with that information falls directly on you. If you see something you don't like, like I did, then you have the power to change it. Or start by taking baby steps to do something a little different each day to gradually lessen the amount of time on the bad habit and gently increase the time spent on the good habit. For journaling, that is usually a daily habit, um, but there are so many options you can pull from that that may fit you better. You know, Maybe a Sunday journal is the right fit for you, and on those days you can carve out your me time and hide away with your journal and thoughts of the week. Or maybe your journal is tied uh, more to the moon and her schedule and you write down your thoughts for upcoming weeks every new moon. It's all about you and doing what what feels right for you. Okay, so that kind of wraps it up for what I have today on time tracking and journaling. I certainly hope you found some of these notes helpful (laughs) and can incorporate them into your own practice if you are not already doing so. I can say personally that both uh, the time tracking and journaling are extremely helpful to me. I actually have two journals, one that I use my daily thoughts for and the one that I use with the moon schedule and rituals that I do with both the new and full moon each month. So side note, (laughs) I don't keep saying moon, Uh, my sun sign is Cancer and I am deeply tied to the moon and have a good portion of my witchcraft practice uh, focused on it. Um, Even more so, this is going to completely give you my age, but I was born in July of 69, so that makes me very much a moon baby. (laughs) That aside, the journals really help me, and I use the time tracking system daily for my business, and then in detail to gain clarity on areas I can improve my schedule and time with. So in closure, I would love to share a poem with you about today's episode. I have been writing poems since I was very little and luckily still have the journal I wrote them down in. It will be fun to share some of those with you later on, but for now, here is my poem for today. Time, it marches on they say, it ebbs and flows throughout the day. No matter what is done by us, the next day starts without a fuss. Oh, kick and scream we may at times and protest our thoughts and pretty rhymes. And yet the time continues on with no concern of right or wrong. It marches forward, true and true. At time, it marches on without you. The time that matters most, it seems, is not the time lost in our dreams. It's the time we live and breathe each day. It's how we work in our gifted way. It's our caring nature to love and laugh, to find joy in our special witchy craft. So take note we must, and be wise we will. Breathe in with purpose, and stand strong and still. By this we'll hear the message say, Be wise, my dear, with your time today. Thank you so much for joining me today as I talked about time tracking and journaling. Next week's episode is all about Monday being Moonday. Yay! And I can't be more happy about sharing all of my notes on this topic. Now, I didn't pick this because I love moon magic so much, even though I do. I am actually starting with Monday because I believe this is the first day of the week. I know, I may get some kickback on this one. Certainly, whomever is publishing the calendars wants us to believe that Sunday is the first day of the week. But for me, this is just not true. Sundays wrap up the week for me and close it down and Mondays start them back up. I'll be going in order talking about each day of the week in one of my podcasts each month. Just super excited that it's launching with Monday and Moonday. I hope everyone is having a great week and you are thinking about something you can say goodbye to with the waning moon's help. If you happen to think about a witchy work wish that you have, be sure to let me know. Thank you again. It's been super fun sharing with you today, and I will talk with you next week. Thank you for joining me today at Witchy Work Wishes, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft into your business, work, and office. For more information and additional content, please visit me online at witchyworkwishes.com. You can send an email to info at witchyworkwishes.com or follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Witchy Work Wishes.